Welcome to episode four of the Blackburn News Podcast. On this episode, we take a look at what they've been calling Buttergate. A lot of Canadians have noticed lately that their butter seems, well, hard, even when it's left out of the fridge. So what's going on with Canadian butter? Here's host Craig Needles with some answers on the Blackburn News Podcast. You've seen the tweets, the viral Facebook posts, maybe even the news stories. But what is Buttergate and what's going on with your butter? Blackburn News decided to figure out why so many Canadians have been wondering about the consistency of their butter on social media. And the common complaint is, why butter is not getting softer at room temperature? It's all anecdotal evidence, and we still don't know what the actual cause is. Uh, but based on several conversations that uh, people have had in the industry, uh, there's been some concerns around the use of, of uh, energy supplements uh on farms uh, essentially there's been some concerns in processing as well that's been expressed but most of the attention uh, has been given on on the use of 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 supplements uh, palmatic supplements actually uh, a byproduct of palm oil uh, and that's why we've been hearing a lot about this so what was really interesting to to watch over the last couple of weeks is that uh, we went from seeing a lot of canes concerned about the, consist- the, the consistency and the texture of butter to people being concerned about the environment related to palm oil. <laughs> and that's Buttergate in a nutshell. Well, that's Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, who's a food supply expert at Dalhousie University. He was among the first on social media to note that something was a bit strange with Canadian butter. And like many others, he decided to tweet about it. There's been so many people who've noticed a difference. It's unbelievable. Uh, I, I couldn't believe it. I know a lot of people have actually had uh, many, many uh, uh, comments uh, posted on Facebook. This is, during a pandemic, the only thing we have really is social media, and social media really has allowed people to connect and and share uh, testimonials. That's kind of what's been happening over the last uh, few weeks or so. Um, but I think what really is the matter in relation to the Buttergate is that there seems to be a complete disconnect between uh, farm gate practices, uh, what we're doing on farms with animal science and how we're feeding animals with uh, with what the market actually wants uh, or what the market is expecting from uh, from different food sectors, including dairy. And uh, and I think we've we've come to the realization that uh, the lack of transparency in dairy has led to this uproar that we've uh, we've uh, witnessed over the last couple of weeks. Dr. Charlebois mentioned the way animals are being fed is currently to blame in the minds of some experts, but is that what everybody thinks? We asked Daniel Lefebvre, who's the COO of Lactinet, the Canadian network for dairy excellence. The situation is that many of the producer organizations across the country have uh, indicated their recommendation to uh, reduce or eliminate the uh, use of palm oil-derived supplements or palm fats in dairy cows' rations. Uh, And that follows from a a bit of a media flurry on uh, speculations about the impact or the potential impact of uh, this practice uh, on butter consistency. There is no... uh, evidence that there's a there's a link uh this this all came up from from uh, social media uh 
noise or chatter, uh, but uh, there is no evidence that there's there's uh, a change in butter consistency and uh, a link to palm oil feeding. And there's actually uh, data or evidence that shows that there's no reason to believe that that's the case. He says there are several reasons that butter in your kitchen may be acting differently. There are some seasonal variations that are expected from the changes in, in feeding and seasons, but uh, from year to year, there's no change. In terms of direct effects of palm-based products, um, again, the evidence is not uh, very strong in the sense in the sense that theoretically and in short-term studies that were published, uh, if you feed uh, palm uh, palm uh, palmitic acid-enriched uh, palm-derived products, uh, you can see an increase in the proportion of palmitic acid in milk. That being said, in a survey that we did uh, in 2018, uh, again in the province of Quebec, where we um, quantified the amount of those supplements used in uh, 1,500 herds. So first of all, about 20, actually 22% of uh, the surveyed herds were feeding uh, these products. And when we compared the fatty acid profile of the milk of the herds that were feeding uh, those those types of products versus the ones that were not, uh, the range of the uh, change in uh, fatty acid profile uh, was was very small, and certainly not to the extent that it would that we, you would you would think it would change the physical properties of processed. Uh, products and or changing the uh, human health uh, aspects. But that explanation doesn't seem to be flying with some Canadians and even some food supply experts. Dr. Charlebois says this is a complicated issue and transparency is going to be key. Canadians were concerned. They just were surprised uh, to hear that this was going on and it, it is legal. So in in 2021, if it's legal, it doesn't mean that it's socially acceptable. I, I think really that's beyond whether or not uh, palmatic acids are responsible for uh, for how the butter's behaving in our kitchen. Uh, I think there's there's way more to it than that. It's it's really about um, uh, what how farmers procure their their ingredients uh, palm oil or uh, the byproduct of, of palm oil that they're using comes from asia and south america uh, and and the blue cow is all about local so there's a very there's, there's a there's a marketing disconnect in in what they're doing right now as far as i'm concerned however image is clearly important to dairy farmers in canada we've all seen the commercials right the commercials that tell us that dairy farmers are a family industry and it's local and you're supporting local when you buy Canadian dairy. However, Dr. Charlebois says this news may hurt that branding. So really, I think it, it, it came as a disappointment for, 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 uh, for Canadians. And so I, I'm hoping that the investigation will not only look into uh, the impact of of different ingredients on the quality of products, but I'm hoping that some moral and ethical uh, considerations will be in scope of the investigation as well. Now that investigation he mentioned is on the way, and Dairy Farmers of Canada has already asked their members to find alternatives to palm supplements in cattle feed. However, there could be some adverse effects on that, according to Daniel Lefebvre. The first aspect is uh, for the, the, the category of products that are used to increase milk fat. Uh, well, the 
if if you're if the uh, this is not uh, available anymore, then overall output of uh, fat per cow uh, is going to go down. So that means that we're going to need uh, more cows to produce the same amount of, of milk and fat. So that's the, that's the first uh, category. The second category is uh, the use for improving energy balance of cows and early lactation. Uh, the impacts of those, obviously, every farmer will try their best and implement all, all of the uh, management and feeding practice to, to, to alleviate as much this effect as much as possible. But we may see cows that are uh, losing more uh, body weight in relaxation, losing, uh, spending their energy reserves, which might cause an increase in metabolic diseases and uh, a decline in fertility. Now, perhaps you're wondering how so many people notice this. Are there really people out there that pay that much attention to their butter? I certainly don't, and perhaps you don't either. However, Dairy Farmers of Canada says the demand for butter is up 12% over the previous year because so many of us are at home during the pandemic. Dr. Charlevoix says that if we weren't at home, perhaps we wouldn't have noticed this butter situation. I think uh, Buttergate would not have happened without COVID. I'm pretty pretty sure about that. Uh, the, milk in the, the dairy industry is a complicated industry. Most people don't know how it works. But they certainly appreciate, they understand that seeing butter destroying a toast in the morning or palm oil uh, are, are problems. They understand that and, and they express their, their concerns or, uh, via Twitter. Yeah, and uh, in some cases, if you do a, a search on the hashtag Buttergate tweets, uh, they have not been shy about expressing those concerns and the manner in which they want to express them. Yeah, no, absolutely, and uh, and good on them. I, I think it's. I think this is this is a good day for the dairy sector. To be honest, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for the dairy sector to to reflect on on some of the things they've been doing and and come out even stronger. I mean, it, it has been tough for dairy farmers. Uh, we have to think about them. They've been doing a lot of good work. Uh, they've ne- they've never done anything illegal. Uh, they've they've have they didn't do they didn't do anything wrong. It's just. Uh, they were, they, they've been doing what they're told to do. Uh, but now in 2021, things are a little bit more complicated. You have to, there are way more considerations beyond, uh, the economics of, of feeding animals. Lefebvre, on the other hand, says butter use has actually dropped according to their metrics. It is true that there, that butter consumption, uh, in retail has increased, but because people are, are baking and are cooking more at home, uh, but we have to keep in mind, though, that uh, at the same time, all of the restaurants and hotels and uh, many institutions uh, closed down. So that there, they these are also big consumers of of butter and cream. Think about uh, the Starbucks and the Tim Hortons that were that closed down. That's a huge uh, driver of demand for cream, and butter is made from cream. So, in actual fact, in uh, immediately following the pandemic. Uh, demand for milk fat or milk milk as a whole uh, went down significantly, uh, even even though fluid uh, butter and fluid milk consumption at home uh, increased. So that actually caused, uh, as you know, uh, in Canada we operate under supply management, so producers are only producing are allowed to produce milk to meet. 
the demand for products in in Canada, and that uh, in uh, in the early spring in the in uh, in May, all producers uh, were uh, given a cut in their quota of two percent. So they have to. Uh, to cut down their production by two two percent uh, almost overnight within a matter of days, and th- this is, uh, if, any, if any, that's the strongest incentive to stop feeding the products that we're talking about, uh, because uh, overnight they had to to uh, reduce their uh, their production. So there's no point in paying for an expensive additive to increase milk fat if you're going to have to produce less. So if that's the case, why is there all this anger surrounding butter? He attributes that to social media outrage that he says is just out of control. We know from from many generations that butter consistency is not always the same and fluctuates through the season. Uh, typically, and that dates back when cows going on pasture was even more common. But uh, summer butter... Uh, tends to be so butter produced from milk produced in the summer uh, because of the 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 the, the, the content of uh, of grass of fresh grass in, in unsaturated fatty acids uh, this summer butter tends to be softer than than winter butter dr charlebois however would tell us this is an opportunity for dairy farmers to listen to their customers and cited a story out of leamington as an example of that happening in the food supply chain in the past. Even before the pandemic, we saw uh, very successful social media campaigns like the Ketchup Wars, for example, a few years ago. Uh, Loblaw had to reverse its decision. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 they did happen before COVID. But um, this one in particular was, was pretty strange because uh, uh, it's, it's really just uh, one of those things that is very far remote from um, uh, from people, and uh, and but they felt strongly about it, which is which is great. I mean, I, I actually do think it's great because a lot of Canadians have actually are coming out more educated about the dairy sector. So is this all going to blow over? Will there be major changes coming? Lefebvre says farmers have been using palmatic oil for years. This has been used as a supplement to mitigate the energy deficit that high-producing cows experience in early lactation. And the purpose of of that is to uh, help cows not lose too much body weight in early lactation, which can cause metabolic diseases and uh, decrease declining fertility. However, they would be open to whatever may come from this investigation. From what I understand from the, the mandate of this committee is to uh, do a, a, an extensive and a comprehensive review of the scientific literature on all of these aspects of uh, palm oil supplementation on um, milk, uh, milk composition, uh, milk processing uh, uh, processing properties, uh, human health, and environmental aspects. And from from this review, uh, come up with uh, recommendations or a position statement uh, as to, to support the, 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 the situation. So that might mean good news for your butter, and Charlebois feels the same way, because a safe and healthy food supply is important. Not all farms are using palmatic acids, mm-hmm. so I, I'm just, I just don't know how they can claim that these products are absolutely safe 100%. I think they are safe. I think uh, I think gains are fine. We don't need to panic. But testing once in a while and making sure that everything is uh, is good to go, it would be would be nice. So there you have it. 
Even if your butter is behaving a little bit differently at room temperature, you don't need to worry about it. It's not going to be unhealthy for you. However, this could be a message to food producers of all kinds that Canadians are paying closer attention than ever. So watch your Facebook feed for whatever the next scandal happens to be. Thank you for listening to the Blackburn News Podcast. And remember, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and other podcast platforms. And you can listen at blackburnnews.com. The Blackburn News Podcast is a presentation of Blackburn Media. Blackburn.